listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Adulting it easy. I am feigning my excitement because it's been a long day at work and Liz is now back at school and we're all tired again. So that is life, but we're here to talk about more of our vacation. This is Adulting It Easy and I'm joined as always by my lovely wife Liz. Hello. I bet by now you're probably sick of us talking about this trip. I know, and it's actually since we've started this, it's I guess it's been It's been a month. It's been, yeah, this we've, this is our third episode, and we do it every other week, so yeah, it has been a while. Mm-hmm. So. But still fresh in my mind. I like to think about it a right. lot. Like, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. Like, I, feel like, I feel like every time you put that necklace on, you're like, take me back. Mm-hmm. If I rub this three times, will it send me back to Africa? Yeah, right. I need a genie to send me back. You know, need like a portal to Africa. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we left off talking mostly about kind of our last day's in Cape Town um, with our actual tour group, um, but we actually had two full extra days to enjoy ourselves there. Can you tell the because, story why? Because Liz is a dumbass. Liz wasn't dumb. I, was wor- a dumb I think it worked ass. out really well. It did honest. work out well, but um, originally, so the way that the, um, that the tour worked was like, it goes from Monday... It's a 10-day, so it goes Monday to Wednesday, but I thought that Wednesday would be a full a full day, so you'd leave either Wednesday night or, like, Thursday. Well, did not quite get the memo that Wednesday is when you have to book your flight to go home. So when I actually booked my flight and sent my flight information to my, they call it travel manager, I don't know, I think it's similar to travel agent, but... She's like, oh, I noticed that you have your return date, that you're leaving the 25th. You're supposed to be leaving the 24th. Do you want me to book you another night? And I'm like, what the heck? So I, like, tried to um, change my flight, but, of course, it would have cost $300 per ticket. So that would be $600 for the two of us on top of our very pricey flight, pretty pricey flight anyway. Right. So I'm just like, well, how much is it for an extra night at the... At the place that we stayed. And it was $180. I was like, yeah, that's a lot cheaper than paying $600 to go back early. So, we kind of... So, it was nice because we... I mean, being it was probably the best situation because Cape Town has the hop-on, hop-off. So, it's really easy to just go and do things that we weren't able to do, like, with our original tour group. So, we started off with our... um 
friends, Frank and Melissa, because they were leaving in the morning, so we were able to get lunch or get breakfast with them and our tour guide before they kind of shipped us off and said, see you later. Because um, Sasha and her mom had an early flight. Yeah. Because they were, they were gone before we got up. Yeah, they had like a 5 a.m. flight because they actually had to fly from Cape Town to Johannesburg and then to their like other destinations, which I had even no idea. It like, was home. Indonesia. I don't think they got... I don't think that they had a straight flight to Indonesia. Maybe another connection? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was saying that. I don't remember, but that that sounds awful. But anyway, so we we actually went to like kind of like their version of Starbucks because there's not really a Starbucks. It's called Bootleggers Coffee, mm-hmm. and it was pretty good. I mean, it definitely it had it was like a Starbucks plus because you kind of got it better. You got better food. I don't think it was a chain. It was a chain. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. There were others in the mall. But it's like, yeah, it was a chain and it was basically like a restaurant. If Starbucks had like a, had a breakfast menu, a better breakfast menu, like with eggs and soft, like a, like a sit down. Yeah. Okay. And okay. You're sounding like, you're <laughs> no, like. it sounds fine. You're Let's... like, it sounds fun. No, you were there. You ate. <laughs> you ate there. We only, we had to sit at the bar facing a random downtown street. Mm-hmm. But it was walking distance from the apartment, so that was nice. And then, um, basically, once we uh, once that was over, it was like, well, see you later. And we had to organize with a different tour guide who was actually starting the trip. Because they kind of literally go back to back with these different trips. and um, Well, we actually, we got, didn't we, get, we got dropped off, didn't we? Yeah, well, with... that's what I'm saying. But we had to organize, not, we had to organize with a different tour guide from the company to, like, make sure that we could get to the airport because the other guy was like, it just makes sense because the other guy's working and I'm not. Right. And so that's what we ended up doing. But, yeah, so that was, so that morning was kind of the last time we saw Tony and our friends. Um, and we just got dropped off at the V&A waterfront to go see our lovely puppies. Right, we got right there by the, uh... Mm-hmm. By the no, we've talked about that. Uh, the Wolf Project, which is really cool, and, and it's fun to see the dog. I mean, it gave you a taste of home, which was what we were kind of feeling by the end of the trip. I mean, we were very thankful to be there, but it was like you're like, oh, if my animals were here and my family was here, this would be perfect. Right, which I think is how you feel towards the end of a vacation, mm-hmm. is that you just kind of want a taste of your your normal life, your old life, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I I enjoy it as much as like. Like, it was nice to have that day to kind of have our own schedule. We could do what we wanted to do, regardless if it was on the itinerary or not. But I was I was still pretty ready to go back, I think. Mm-hmm. As much as I, I knew it was going to be stressful and all of that, it was just... I was I was getting a little homesick. Yeah. So that day we decided to take um, the... We decided to take... They had a couple different lines of the bus... Um, that take you to different places. So we decided to take the blue line because the blue line took you to different places. And we decided to go to the... Botanical garden? The botanical garden. The Christianbach Botanical Gardens, which is massive. Oh, we probably could have spent a ton more time there, but um, because not... of the bus schedules, it was just, it wasn't really worth it mm-hmm. to do that. And if you've been to every botanical garden, like here stateside, this is at least... Double the size of any I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. And they've got different trails, and 
It was just beautiful. Like, it was like in a valley. Like mm-hmm. there's the mountains in the background and we got some nice pictures and mm-hmm. flowers. Even though it was winter, there's still some pretty like flowers and greenery around. We got to see the tree of life. Like we did. Even though it's not native to that part of Africa, they had one. Like in a greenhouse essentially. Mm-hmm. This giant giant greenhouse. Mhm. And I mean it, and it was like in bloom because it's winter. So it was just a big very odd looking tree. Yeah, but it was still the really cool. Tree. The right. boboa, boboa, baboa. I don't know. It's it's hard to pronounce. But then we got to see a lot of like succulents, all this stuff they had this in the greenhouse, and mm-hmm. and then we got to venture around and see like, oh, this is where Nelson Mandela came when he visited it while he was uh, was he president or prime minister? What is the president? President. Got it. So so that's pretty cool. And then we uh, there's a lot of trails and stuff you could walk along and kind of see, and it's all like brick and like cobblestone and very like nature heavy. But the only problem with that place is that they did not have um, distance signs. So what I mean by that is like, oh, if you take this trail, it's this many kilometers. Or if you take this trail, it's this many kilometers. They didn't have that. Right. Like, I've been to a lot of trails that have like 0.7 kilometers that way. And you're like, oh, cool. Let's go that way. Or like looking for a specific thing. So our story, um, we were... um, we were kind of walking down one of the trails randomly because we're just like, we've got time, whatever. We, let's just enjoy the moment. And so you're like walking on this trail and we come upon a sign that says Skeleton Gorge. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's like a cool body of water. Like, oh, there's like a gorge. Like there's like a waterfall, really pretty maybe. lake and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, let's try to find it. Well, and we're not dressed for like. We're, we're just, like, city walking. We're not in, like, hiking boots. Like, not like what we were wearing when we were in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. So, we're just walking and walking and walking and, and continuing to follow the and signs. it's getting steeper. Yeah. And it's getting harder. And we're both less, getting angry. Less, un, less paved. It's just... Mm-hmm. Sure Off just, the beaten path. We're getting thirsty. We didn't, like... I don't think we had bottled water. We weren't, no. like... We're just, like... It's gotta be, like... It's gotta be here. Like, the sign keeps saying Salzman Gorge. It's, like... Look around. I'm like I'm hearing water. I'm not seeing water. Like I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then, after a while, like we're both getting frustrated, and we're just we just both looked at each other at one point. We're like, yeah, let's let's go back down. We're done. I'm like, there's no this this gorge is not worth it. I was so stubborn though. I was mm-hmm. I, I was I didn't want it to be. I was like, I already spent all this time getting up here. I'm just gonna want to see it through. Like, it's ridiculous to turn around now. And I'm thankful that we did. Yeah, so then we found out from our... Because we were so frustrated, like, the last day we were there, too. Because we were like, what the heck? So, Because the actually... they gave us... We, we paid the little extra to have, like, a map. But the map ended before the Skeleton Gorge finished. So we had no idea where it was. Yeah, so then we asked the guy that was driving us, um, another tour guide named Jonathan. He's like, oh, you did that? That takes you to the top of the mountain. And normally you can take the... The, like cable the, the, the cable car down, but it's under construction, so you have to hike back down. And I was like, oh. So we basically uh. walked, we probably hiked halfway up the mountain and didn't realize it. Like in like casual shoes and like nice clothes, and I'm like, uh. So we were hot and sweaty, bought bottled water, and just died a little inside. And then we were done with the botanical garden. I'm like, I'm. This is all flowers now, I'm done, let's go. Yeah, and then we tried to find the proteas, and we couldn't find those, and then we were just, like, done. We were just like, so Oh, we can go maybe over, this, like, over this, like, big walkway. I'm like, I'm just, I'm done climbing things. We're going places I don't know. Let's just go back to the main area. Yeah, so we ended up going there, and then 
by that time we were kind of hungry, so we decided that we were going to go and get oh. something to eat. That's when we decided we were going to go to the nice area called Camp Spay. Did we go to the Hard Rock go. Cafe? Yeah. And we decided to go to the nice area with the beach, and we were going to check out the beach. Not, like, go swimming or anything, but just look sure. at it and uh, and hang out at the Hard Rock and then kind of see where the... See where the day would take us from there. Yeah, we definitely had... Since we were now on our own dime, we definitely ate a lot simpler mm-hmm. on this on the day on the two days by ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Like, let's get a burger and no alcohol. Or, like, one beer and all this. It's yeah, like, it was like... We did not eat, like, kings those last two days, but it was probably for the best. Yeah, we were still... I was still digesting most of the food we had. Mm-hmm. And uh. so... Oh, and that's also where I got wet because I wanted to touch the ocean because I'm like, I'm not going in it, but I just want to, like, feel the water because everybody's saying, like, oh, this is, this water's so cold and, like, nobody swims at it even in the summertime. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. That seems ridiculous. So, I was going to touch the tide when it was coming in and I did not run fast enough away from the tide. It kept coming in. And... because like, we saw how it went in like the first time. I was like, okay, we can do that. But you realized like, oh no, it's it's an ebb and flow. It's an, and it came in, and I remember you could not run it. And I just barely outran I, it. I I uh, I over I underestimated how fast the water would kind of and it, shift up. And, and it I, drenched. I soaked my one foot, and I was just not happy. Up your knee too. Like it got mm-hmm. up like halfway up your shin. Yeah, it was not fun. But we got to touch the water, and we also mm-hmm. got uh, and we found seashells, which I was like. I wasn't, I don't know why I wasn't expecting to find seashells, but I just kind of was, like, surprised. No, but I did, I, like, didn't even think about it. I was, like, I was, like, when I saw it, I'm, like, seashells? I'm, like, oh, duh. Because, like. the sea. It's the sea. Well, you always think it's, because it's not tropical. You think of it almost like it's a lake or something. Yeah, like, you wouldn't see that kind of stuff, but then we did, and I was, like, oh, yeah. Should we talk about the, the scary part of the beach? Not the scary part of the beach. That's scary. What do you mean? Oh, how the people that would follow us on the beach? No, that wasn't on the beach. That was in the downtown area. No, I was on the beach. Oh, there were. Okay. Remember the guys who wanted to sell Go us ahead. those uh those cloth things? Oh, they, those yeah. rolls they had. Mm-hmm. And like, like you know, like like a like in Chicago or wherever you like sometimes you see homes. They don't. They kind of they don't move. They they'll they'll hassle you, but if you walk four feet away, they're done. Like these, they'll. They kind of kept walking for it. They don't leave, like, a certain radius that they're in. But and they try still, to sell you stuff. And it's, yeah, and they're like, hey, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, no, no, don't look at anything. Just keep eyes forward, ignore them. And, and then mm-hmm. after that, I think we caught the... Tr- we got to a point where we could wait for the train. Not the train. The, the, the bus. The bus. And then was this... And that wasn't the museum day. Where did we go mm-hmm. after... I think we were just done. It was, like, three oh, or four yeah, o'clock, we were gonna, and we were, like... You know, we wanted to get something. Cause I think we were gonna do was it leftovers for dinner. Yeah, because we had leftovers from like the beginning of the week, and we were like trying to figure out when we would eat them. We're like, we because we knew that there was a spot that was the closest to our apartment, so we knew we had if we didn't get off there by the last train, we were stuck wherever we were and had to like use like cabs or Uber, and it's just something that we didn't really want to risk doing. Yeah, because we had never done it before, so it was like, I don't really want to start now when I don't have a guide to tell me what to do. Right. So, so yeah, we just kind of, like, rode around, because our, our stop was kind of, like, one of the last ones on that route, and then, uh, 
Yeah, just went home and hung out for like our last night and made sure we packed up and everything. Because we, because the next day we had to be out of our hotel room, regardless of the fact that we our flight wasn't until eleven at night. Right. But Which had, also I didn't know until I looked at the flight information like the second day we were in Africa. I was like, oh shit, we actually we don't just have one day to practically mill two. around. We had two days to mill around. So right. I was like, oh, crap, are we going to get bored? Like, what right. are we going to do? Because in our territory, like, they were, originally they were going to drop us off at, like, 4 p.m. for mm-hmm. our flight. Yeah. Like, that... Well, it's so... Been, it's been seven hours in an airport. Mm-hmm. So luckily, they were nice enough. Like, we were kind of... I was getting worried about, like, okay, if we have to check out of the hotel at 11, what the hell are we going to do with these bags? Like, I'm not taking this all around. And right. That's the, just unsafe, and someone could try and, like, rob us or... Yeah. And the... And the People at that hotel were really nice. Like, they were like, yeah, just leave your stuff here. Um, lock it in the main office. Lock it in the office. We'll leave a note for Jonathan to pick it up when he drops off his people for the night and all that. And so it was really nice. And um, so then we were basically stayed in the apartment till it was like 11 o'clock at night or in the till morning. Till our checkout time. Yeah, till the checkout time. And then we were just like, let's go walk, the walk back to the... Uh, Walk back to the V&A waterfront or the bus so we could pick it up and go on another The V&A waterfront that morning. We took the bus. How... Oh, because we had the two-day pass. Because we had the two-day pass. So we, just, we got on, we walked to our, our usual pickup point. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so then we decided, was it before we decided we wanted to do the, um, they had a canal tour that was part of it as well? Because so we want to do the harbor tour. But the problem was because of the weather and stuff, and it was kind of unpredictable. They didn't want to take the, um, the little. They kind of were like gondolas. There were there. It was a wide, very low boat. So like, obviously, it's it's very like you could almost take your arm out the side and touch water. Very yeah. low, very flat. It was almost like a barge, like a tiny barge. Yeah. So then we were we. They were like, "Well, we're not doing it, but you can use the other one." And we're like, "Well, might as well use it. It's a." It was included in the two-day pass, so we're like, why not? We got to see some sun-basking seals while we were there. Mm-hmm. Like a whole, uh, I don't know what a group is called, a harem of seals? Because there was the one male and a bunch of women and sure. children. I don't know. All just, like, on the, like, man-made docks they made just for the seals, so they have, a, like, an area to, like, sun themselves. Yeah, it was part of the, um, Two Oceans Aquarium, which is, like, their big conservation, like, aquarium. aquarium. Which we talked about. Yeah, so. So it was neat to see, and it did definitely smell... Lovely. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting. The canal tour was, like, you got to go through all these, like, famous hotels that have, like, villas and stuff on the river or Uh, on the canal. Celebrity real estate. Mm Mm-hmm. Supposedly celebrity. Like, obviously, we're not seeing anyone. But it's like, these people who have, like, stayed here or own property here. And you're like, oh, that's exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Oprah has a penthouse around here. I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah, so it was very interesting. And then... They were telling it's a saltwater canal. Right. They were telling us about how, how like, there's different animals that, that will live there, even though it's not really, like, a natural canal. And they how that every three days the water is kind of, like, renewed because there's, like, pumps that take it out and put fresh water in. Yeah. Fresh seawater, not mm-hmm. fresh water. But. Right. So that was really interesting. It cycles it through. Yeah, to it, see all the different because it went through kind of like some residential like apartments and stuff and then it also went through some businesses and it was really interesting to see and learn about uh-huh and like the uh the bus tour which i don't know if we put it on for this it had the um 
Oh, we did. We had the mm. little headphones. The little, like, audio thing. Yeah, so it told us, like, had different things to say about each area that we were passing through. And right. It was really nice. And then that's when we decided that we were going to um, go and... Uh, see the castle. Go and see different... Um, no, I thought it wasn't the castle. What was it called? No, it was. They called it a castle. Um, yeah, to go see... So there was the... What was it? The Hope... Good Hope Castle or something... Yeah, the, um... It was their military base, but they didn't call it a military it base. A they called it a castle. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, it was a fort on the on what was, at one point, the beach. Mm-hmm. But they've since um, built up the land to have a, a bigger coastline and do more development. So now it's it's inset probably half mile. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little more. But it's this big, and it's older than America. This 357 big, years old. Yeah, and it's still a... Great shape for that old. Like mm-hmm. they do a really nice restoration job. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like they showed like this pool that they converted into space, then back to a pool using like old paintings of the area. Mm-hmm. So because they like dug out, found like the original pool foundation, and like brought it back to life. But it said it was drained because of the winter and the water shortage and all that. But very cool to see. And got to like the petrified wood under one of the entrances because the general or the governor or something lived above it i didn't like the sound of hoofs on cobblestone so they put wood down to like dampen the sound it was very interesting and that's also the place where we saw the prison with the cool oh the, writing the prison we saw oh, before we got to that we got to see two evolutions of the prison mm-hmm. we saw the original because when this was like a at a different time there was like a torture room and then like a prison that was essentially in solitary solitary no place to sit, perfect darkness with, like, one window that got very minimal light. So you're just in darkness next to a torture room where you can hear people. It's like, you don't want to mess up because you would probably go insane. Mm-hmm. And they said that there were probably a lot of false confessions because people just wanted to get out. Right, they did, like, the room with your fingernails. They had, like, racks. It was very, like, lash rooms and hang upside down. It was... Well, and they actually turned off... They were like, oh, well, we could turn off the lights and you can see what people had to look at when you were in solitary and it was literally pitch black at noon yeah and it was like there's a little light at the very very top but that's about it well i imagine if there were any other people you could get not abused but you could get you You couldn't see in trouble yeah and then they like and then they said well this obviously once um was the british no dutch dutch like when they they thought it was too kind of savage at the time so then they developed like a proper prison area and you got to see like it was up high it was more well lit they said like a uh, a solitary room that was a little bit darker but remotely better but they had these doors that we got pictures of that because the way that operated like they had big wooden doors that were on each cell and during the day they were just open they only like locked at night i think because mm-hmm. you kind of it was almost like a, like a comedy you can come and like make so the men who were in prison there were carving on the door just like notes their names whatever but that handwriting and style for the carving from a couple hundred years ago by prisoners was beautiful Mm -hmm. like someone like i don't know if they had time or they were just that skilled because it looked like it was typed and like Mm -hmm. and like imprinted in the world yeah like there were some like there were some like general scribbles that there was somewhere like it started fancy and then it got like sloppier as it got down but there was some very nicely detailed work there that i was 
enamored by it. I was like, I just want to see more of this and go inside all the rooms and see it all. Definitely really cool. Mm-hmm. And then we got to see, like, um, there was, like, a few different extra areas. So we got to see, like, the military through the years. So there were, like, a little exhibit with, like, what the different uniforms looked like, like, during each time period. Right, what the fort looked like or the castle. Yeah, like, different, like, dioramas of everything, and that was pretty interesting. The fighting with the natives and with the, from the sea and how the way the castle was built, it was able to defend attack from the mountains as well as the water. It was positioned as such, and it it was very unique, and especially because just... About this time last year, we were at uh, Fort McHenry, mm-hmm. and it had a very similar vibe to that in terms of like the layout. Yeah, because it had like those upper decks that had grass and stuff. Right, and because that's it was like Fort McHenry is the same way to, to defend from the water as well as the land. It was kind of had those the inner walls and the outer walls. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat that it was. Well, and then they had like your they like set up one of the like houses. I think it was like the. I don't know what it was. It was like the vice governor or whatever. Oh, right. You could see all that all the artwork in it? Not Well, not the artwork. They had like it set up like it would have been oh. back in the time. and Well, that heavy oak furniture. Yes. It was gorgeous. And then there was another one that was set up just for... Um, they were doing that just for... Like, um, a, like an art... Not an, like an exhibit. Yeah. Of like art that had to do with the Cape Town. And there were paintings that supposedly from like... 1600s and some earlier mm-hmm. that were just like, just loose, not behind glass. Like, I could have picked it up if I wanted to. Probably would have set up an alarm, knowing my luck. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, 1610? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just bizarre, mm-hmm. just because it's such a, a much older area than America. Yeah. It is It is weird going to somewhere that, like, you know, like... Predates all of our history that we Yeah, know. it's like, it wasn't even, like, a thought like america like Colum- wasn't even columbus was doing his thing when some of this stuff existed mm-hmm, which is crazy right maybe not that was 59 too but still like america was not anything yet mm-hmm. so then after we went there we decided to walk well oh we could also talk about the walk getting there because it didn't have an exact stop where we like where we were supposed like right oh. in front of the castle or whatever and the museum. It was like right next to like this big kind of parking lot. Yeah, it was just kind of like a busy street, and they're like, "Bye," and then you um, so then we used um the Google Maps walking directions to get to the castle and. And luckily, they had still had kind of the sign, like not with distances like we said before, but like their street signs would kind of have like pointing to like landmarks that you want to mm-hmm. check out. But even still, there was a lot more pushy people, like someone who would, like, literally followed us, like, I'd say a good half block, asking if we could give her money, and it was just And, like, so I thought we would lost, and then we turned back, and she was still right behind us, and, like, I was like, this woman will leave, I'm like, I might, we might have to start running, like, mm-hmm. I don't... Like, it was, it was to the point it was very uncomfortable, and I think we like, were... Like, Liz was holding me tight towards yeah. the end of that. It was just, like... But the thing was, like, there were so many tourists, and, like, you'd think that... They would it, it would help, but it really didn't. It just makes it more of a crowd. Yeah. And they, they had a lot of, like, pop-up tents of, like, vendors and people selling things. From, mm-hmm. like, toiletries to, like, artwork. To, it was very unusual. It was a, like a flea market. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And then, so then, after we went to the castle, we decided we wanted to go to the... Um, District 6 Museum. District 6 Museum, which we really did not have any... 
We knew it had to do with apartheid, but that was pretty much it. And we still, even after going to that museum, I still don't entirely know. Like, even I think I looked on it, and it was basically, they tried to, was it like, not gentrify, but it was like they... they it was a neighborhood of African-Americans, or not African-Americans, just Africans, of, of black people. Right. And, and because of apartheid, they wanted to basically take this neighborhood and turn it into a white neighborhood. And so there was they a forcibly lot of, removed mm-hmm. them from this area. And there were a lot. There was a ton of backlash. It was because a, of it. It was a, definitely a, a dark mark on their history. Mm-hmm. And it's, they still didn't even develop the land since then. Like no. they've they've done like it's really weird. They've almost done like like archaeology of like the area and like yeah. And they like find things that were owned by like people that originally lived there and like. Um, Which is weird because it was like the sixties. Yeah, and like the fifties and sixties. Like it wasn't like, that long ago, right? Because apartheid ended in the nineties, so it was just like it was very weird to see stuff, and you were like, like as exactly like an archaeology dig, and you're like, but it's not that old. I mean, no. compared to some of the stuff, other stuff we were seeing was from like three hundred years ago, but like, right? It was very, it was still very sobering to be there, even though like we didn't kind of understand the story. It did feel. It, it just felt weird to me. It was very quiet. I remember there's a that, lot of reading, and I think that re- was some of the problem too. And it, because... and it was a pricier museum for what it was too. Yeah. Like I know a lot of it is a lot of the money goes to help the the families that are still around that were involved in it. Mm-hmm. But and I remember that like one th- like all the exhibits and on the second they had that one thing. It's usually if you took your feet here, you could hear like recordings and new stuff like perfectly. That's right, yeah. But as soon as you take, like, a step out of it, it's silence again. I'm like, how does... That is so cool. Just the the acoustics of this little, like, glass, like, funnel-shaped thing. It was very very interesting. Because it was, like, the music that you would have heard if you were in that area at the time. And, like, kind of like an immersion thing. Right. It was very... It was in, like, this, um... It was basically in, like, a warehouse. Essentially, like, like, it had an upper, like, rantling that ran around that was just, like, a, a walkway. And then, like, you had the main room, but it was very minimal. But it was still very powerful, and they even still had, like, a gift shop and, like, a little, like, book area, and it was very interesting, but it was just, it was just quiet, and it was warm, and it was just, like, I, yeah. And still, even after one of I still don't quite, like, other than, like, the fact that they were forced to I didn't understand much of the story. Yeah. And the fact that it's still interesting that, like, even though Cape Town, all of the real estate is more expensive, the whole area that is was District 6 has not been touched since mm-hmm. then. It's just a grassy field with, like, some semblance of roadways that used to exist. Yeah. So but. it was interesting to see. I think it would have helped if they told us, like, oh, there's an order to this, because really there wasn't much I'm pretty sure, order. I don't know if we did it, um... Because I don't know if we did it in the right order either, because I think there were, like, stories that went along with, like, people's, um... Like kind of people's backstories and people like important people in the neighborhood and things like that and um, I think that was kind of like I think we kind of missed that so it'd be interesting I think I would definitely try and go back if we did go back just to figure out like okay like I want to get this in in order so I kind of understand the story yeah, completely so that I'm not like completely lost I definitely want to do more like research like get some books and just be like mm-hmm. really get into the whole world before we would go back yeah and also i really wanted to go to the apartheid museum in johannesburg since we haven't actually ever been inside like the city proper 
Yeah, because apparently with our... Because I guess it would have been like another hour and a half to go back to the Apartheid Museum. And that would have been like an extra day that we would have had to schedule ahead of time, whatever. So we didn't end up doing that. But, right. um, but yeah, so it was... Um, it's just, it's interest. It was interesting. And then basically once we were done there, it was like getting close to the time when the last buses were going. So we're like, well, we kind of had to make a, make oh, a choice. Is that when we did the full loop to get kind of back to our yeah. starting point? So, but before we did that, we went back to the station where they dropped us off. And then there's a coffee shop there. And it was like, they had cannabis coffee. We were like, oh yeah, let's do that. Cause in South Africa, weed is legal. So we're like, yeah, let's try it. Come to find out that when you order a regular coffee, they give you regular coffee. You'd it's order not, something. You had specific. to order it special, like, oh, I want the, like the cannabis. We thought the whole place was just cannabis coffee, and that everything. Yeah, and it had- wasn't, and it was like, yeah, it was just not not what we were expecting. So right, we were it's like, oh, like, you could oh, buy grounds. Man. I'm like, we can't bring cannabis coffee grounds with us back to America. That's just yeah. asking for trouble. So. I mean, even still, the coffee was fine, and then we got on the bus, but then it was, like, rush hour, so we're literally sitting in this traffic, and I was, like, bored out of my skull. Oh, because, like, we were, we're getting, gonna... We were both getting motion sick because of the stop and go, and it was just, like, yeah. we needed to, like, sit and, like, we couldn't sit next to each other. And we it was kind of sit. rainy, so we couldn't go to, like, the top, and it was just, like, I was, like, I need to... I was getting, like, so done. I was... Yeah, it just was get just, off and walk. I'll get there faster. Yeah, and it was like we had to take a really big loop to get back to the waterfront so that we could. Um, but this was the last train. Like it was, there was yeah. nothing else coming past it. So not train to, bus. I can't want to say train. Yeah, the bus. So it was like the only way to get back to our starting point was on this bus. So we had to just and take if it I'm, to the end. and if we missed it, we would have had to take a taxi or like or start hoofing it. Mm-hmm. And I and was not about been, that. That would have been a really long hoof. Uh-huh. So, basically, we got back, and then we decided, we went, I don't know if we talked about it before, but there's a really cool shopping kind of bazaar called the Watershed, and that, um, we had gone there when with our group and stuff and looked around, and we saw one of the things that we really liked, it was kind of like a canvas wood block that, like, they kind of, like, they had, like, little boards and hooks that you can put on them, and, like could make a really cool like art statement piece and so we were like oh well maybe we'll go back and like we wanted to go back and see if what we wanted was still there and like because we, we didn't see it, it also at the uh at the botanical garden but mm-hmm. the prices were all different it was just figure out what we wanted and yeah and so we ended up running there like right before it closed and um Got one little one of a guinea fowl because I was obsessed with guinea fowls there. I don't know where that block is. I have it. Okay. Um, because my idea was like, well, maybe like if I can just get one, I mean the the doing like a mounting board with hooks wouldn't be super expensive or super hard. And then I was like, if we just get one of the blocks, then we can figure out how maybe it's designed so that maybe we can do our own and print like our own images onto these canvases and whatever and kind of make it like our own. So that's what we decided to do. And then after that we were kind of like, well, we're hungry, so we went to um we went to the bar the first day we were in Cape Town and it was called um what was it called? 
I know Ferryman's was the restaurant that we were oh, at. Oh, it was, um... Mitchell's? Mitchell's. Yeah, it was Mitchell's pub. Mitchell's we went to first, the Ferryman's we went to second. Yeah, so we went to Ferryman's um, for dinner and stuff, because we still had some time to kill. But luckily, I mean, what, what, kind of, what kind of sucked was that um, we probably would have more time, but the fact that we were stuck in traffic made it a hell of a lot longer We were, like a, we were essentially on that, on that bus for a I mean, couple it, hours. It was like the last stop that was supposed to go to Kristenbach, which was the Kind of like a middle stop was like 45 minutes late. So by the time we got to some of these stops, like there was nobody there. But like once we got a little closer, then we, um, then it was easier. Then there were more people that were getting on the bus and stuff. So, um, so yeah, and then we kind of ended our night at Ferryman's and it was, we got to sit kind of like in an outdoor, like covered patio and, um, it was really nice. And then we, for some reason, they had an American band there. Well, not a, well, it was. I don't know if it was. It was. I think it was a South African band that was playing American music. Yeah. So it was like it was just very odd. We were not expecting it, so we stayed there for a little bit. The food was pretty good. Kind of same. We got to the beer we liked on tap for the yeah, first for the, and last time. For the final, yeah, because every time we tried to order a black label, they'd be like, "Oh, we're out." We only have it in bottles. We only have it in bottles, but we're like, we just really want to have it on tap, and this place had it, so we were good. Mm -hmm. Um, So then after that, we kind of decided, like, all right, we only have a little bit more time to kill, and um, we were kind of waiting on Jonathan to call us, because he's like, okay, I'll call you when I drop the people off from dinner, and then I'll drop you, come and get you guys, and I'll drop you off at the airport. And it was making me a little nervous because our my phone was acting up the last couple of days we were there, so I was I was worried that like we weren't be able to reach each other and because like, I couldn't like sometimes I would call and it would like do like the no service no, so it was making me nervous. So so then we got ice cream to make it <laughs> frozen yogurt actually. You had, you had marula frozen. I had marula frozen yogurt and it was delicious. And it was weird because you know like typically when you get like a certain flavor of frozen yogurt it's like a color that you dissociated. They didn't add any artificial dyes to the to the so everything was white yeah which was interesting like i had a white like strawberry yeah like frozen yogurt it was just bizarre but it's probably better for you you don't need the extra dyes mm-hmm. so it was it was good i really enjoyed it um and the whole thing with the nuts where you thought they were... yeah they were putting so i thought that like they were i had mine in a cone and i thought that mine they were putting like crushed nuts like crushed nuts at the bottom because you know Sometimes, like, ice cream shops will put something at the bottom of the cone. Like a marshmallow cone. or so- something to plug it up. But it's not. It was broken up cone. Because I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm allergic to nuts. Don't do that. And they're like, no, it's no, it's cone. Broken cone. I'm <laughs> like, wow, I feel like an ass. So <laughs> that was fun. But then we kind of just walked around. And pretty much, like, a few minutes after we had gotten our ice cream, we had gotten the call. And he's like, I'll be there in, like, five minutes. And then that was kind of the end yeah that the was, end of our journey it was so we just hung out at the airport and got all our t-shirts because we thought there'd be more t-shirts like we would thought oh yeah the airport's gonna have a lot of different t-shirts uh, and really there wasn't t-shirts and andrew got a t-shirt that is too small because european sizes because mm-hmm. you did you have you tried your t-shirt on yet no i'm a little nervous too because european sizes are slimmer so it kind of fits 
it fits you like a really, really... He, it's like uh, an extremely slim cut t-shirt. And I'm like, ah, oh, like, like I could wear it. It just hugs everything. And it's not what you want. You want a t-shirt that's more loose fitting and kind of comfy. Like, So either I need to lose more weight or it becomes a one of Liz's shirts. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But so they had um, a lot of, it was like a lot of like at the shop, it was a lot of like last hurrah, like gifts you forgot to get for family, snacks you wanted to try. Cause they had like, then that had like soda and candies and stuff that were uh, South African only. They had like um, the biltong and other stuff that you couldn't get. They had all the little crafts. They had a book sh- uh, bookstore inside the airport. Uh, it was nothing. Free. It was nothing like going to an airport in America. It still, it, was, it still it, very felt much like a regional airport, even though it was like the largest, one of the largest airports in South Africa. Yeah, the second largest. Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting. But then we got on our flight, and luckily this return flight was more split up because we we're going to Amsterdam, and it was another. And since our flight was so late, it was an overnight flight essentially. So it was nice because we were able to sleep because we were on the schedule. So we we're like, all right, well we can just. We basically stayed up until we could fall asleep, which was pretty much like a couple hours after we were in the air. Mm-hmm. And it was it was nice. It was a comfy plane. We lucked into having. Um, we were in the middle row. It was a three four three flight or three four three rows on the plane. Mm-hmm. And we were in the middle four, but luckily there was only three of us, so there was a little gap between Liz and the lady on the other aisle. So that made it a little bit. We kind of spread out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And. And it was a really, like, updated plane, so, like, the screen was good. It was a lot more intuitive than the original flight mm-hmm. screen. And, yeah, got to sleep, got to actually, like, because the first flight, I didn't sleep hardly at all. Liz <laughs> did sleep very good, so being able to actually, like, get a good sleep on the way back was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we flew into, instead of flying into Atlanta, like if we had done before, we actually flew into um, Amsterdam. Unfortunately, it was only a two-hour layover, so really we cleaned up really quick. We, like, changed clothes because being in clothes... We kind of learned from the first flight, like, being in the same clothes for 20 hours or more is really disgusting. So we were like, we're going to plan ahead, and we're going to just change in Amsterdam, and then we're going to, you know, so then we'll feel at least semi-okay with it. Stockpiling all those wipes yeah like being like gr- deodorant wipes face wipes just deodorant Cause, everything cause you're not doing anything when you're sitting on a plane you just feel gross mm-hmm. that was like the first thing i wanted to do when i got home was Holy- to take a shower because i was like this is disgusting i've been out for like i've been in the air for a day i need to like clean and mm-hmm. cool off and stuff and then we um amsterdam was hot so yeah, after cause- like and I was hungry, so I tried to get that. We had to use... It was Euros, and um, there was a Lego store, and we actually had a very short layover. Like, everyone's like, oh, you should do something like, do the, the Amsterdam things. So like, no, we had zero time. Yeah. And even, like, the two hours went by super quick. Like, we really didn't sit down very long. Bef- like, once we found our gate, which I felt like was on the complete other side of the airport. Where to hoof it from? It, like, we were just... We didn't know what to do. We were just kind of done. Because <laughs> didn't we have an Amsterdamish customs thing we had to kind of go through too? Yeah, they did something like a secondary weird. security was... after we like we landed. We had to go through a security again. Yeah, but it was interesting because it's a lot better than the U.S. Because what they did, they're like, well, you don't need to take anything out of your bag. Just leave everything in your bag. You don't need to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your belt off. 
just leave it. And they have like a more sophisticated x-ray machine. And so if they saw something funky, there were like kind of two tracks. So you could either, they would either send your bag down the cleared track or they would send it down the one where it was like more of a secondary check. And so that was really nice. And then you just kind of sat in that three second um, body scanner and that was it. They caught my rhino. They did catch a rhino, but at least they didn't take it away. It was a wood carved rhino. And... It's my desk ornament. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I wanted to get the whole time we were in Africa. I was like, I need a desk ornament. And I got it. Mm-hmm. And I look at it all the time. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, so it's... So that was that was an interesting experience, but I think that was more something that like kind of slowed us down. If we didn't have to do that, I think we would have had more time to like, because I was like in so much of a rush. I was like, Andrew, you're gonna miss. He wanted to get something to eat, and I'm like, nope, I'm gonna sit here. I got my thing of stroop waffle. I'm like, I'm bring, here. Bring me a drink. I'm like, yeah, just bring me something to drink. I'm not Couplet. moving. I don't wanna, I don't wanna risk us missing getting on the plane, and right. we didn't. But Andrew did have to, like, snarf down his food to spicy. get on the plane. and Interesting. There was also another coffee shop-ish thing. But mm-hmm. it was fine. And then we got onto their plane. And it was an older plane. So but... it, it had no, like, no movie. No, it was just a very... But we did luck into... We're still in the middle row. But because the flight was undersold or whatever, we had that whole four section to ourselves. Yeah, so we basically sat on... Either end so that we could kind of just spread out. The only thing was the the armrest didn't go up all the way. Yeah, because we were sitting in the back row. Yeah, it would be nice if they could, because then we could have, like, put our feet up or kind of repositioned. But we still managed. We were able to stretch out into, like, two seats worth of, like, leg room. And we watched a lot of uh, Stranger Things. We finished that on our return flight. And then we landed in what... I don't think we slept much on that second flight. No. But we managed to, um, the food, the food on the return flight was okay. The, uh, oh, we didn't really touch on the, the uh, because it was a, an Amsterdam flight, everything was in, uh, Swedish, right? N- no. No, Dane, what, what was the no. language they were talking in? Amsterdam, they speak Dutch. Was it Dutch? Yes, the Netherlands is Dutch. Okay. Well, it didn't sound familiar to me. Mm-hmm. So, but they were speaking on that, it was just like the, because like sometimes you're on a flight and, like, it was weird that that it was English, and that and that was it. It was just very bizarre. Yep. But, but luckily we landed in O'Hare and had a got to go through customs because we were entering from a foreign country. But because we were Americans, we got to go through kind of an more of an express lane. It felt like it. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I was like, oh, we need a, this paper to fill out to declare things. And like you're like, no, I don't think we need that. And I asked people like, no, no, you're fine. Just go do the screen and answer like there's like dozen questions. Like you're bringing. Live things. Are you bringing meat? Are you bringing uh, plant? Like it was just all the things that, like that you shouldn't be bringing in. And we brought dog treats, so we had to declare that. And we had wine, which we had to declare and go through. And they're like, "What did you get? We got dog treats." Oh, okay. And then check, check, go get our bags and leave. Mm-hmm. And then your dad was going to pick us up, and then that was the end of our trip. Yeah. Still miss it. I know. It I want to go back. It'll be it'll be waiting for us when we're when we're ready. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a 
life-changing experience mm-hmm. and I feel like such a dick sometimes talking about it because I'm like because it, it just I, it was something that I like it was a dream and it was achieved now and now it's kind of like well now what my, do I do the rest of my life is just kind of like boring now <laughs> my adventure is over right. now it what was, do I do it was a once-in-a-lifetime trip but we're gonna have it happen twice hopefully hopefully definitely don't think I would bring kids no people I've brought kids I don't want to I don't know if I really want a vacation with children. I feel like you just leave them at home. <laughs> Vacation's for you. Yeah. Don't bring screaming kids who don't want to be there anyway. No. Yeah, well, no, we'll figure that out. But yeah. it's still well, a, a ways off. Yeah. So I guess that's it. That man. is it. That is, concludes the our... The epic of Liz and Andrew visit Africa. I've noted what we're going to talk about when we get back. Probably maybe back to school or... I don't know. We'll find something to talk There'll about. There'll be something worthwhile, but definitely stay tuned. And if... Uh, Surely our next trip, wherever it takes us, we'll talk about it. Probably not over three episodes, but definitely be something to enjoy. But I think that'll do it for Adulting It Easy for this week. Mm-hmm. I am Andrew. And I'm Liz. You guys have a great week.